Have you ever tried driving in a car with a toddler or two in the back seat? If you have, you have undoubtedly experienced the inevitable battle of attention to the road and your driving and attention to the toddlers. I thought for those who have not experienced this marvel of parenting, I would provide a little context from the great comedic minds of Jeff Foxworthy, Bill Ingvall, and Larry the Cable Guy. Can we get some ice cream? No, wait till we get to Grandma's. Then how come Dooley's got a cookie? Where'd you get a cookie from? I gave it to him. Where'd you get a cookie, Ronnie? Blake gave it to me. Blake, where'd you get the cookie? I don't have a cookie. I know, honey, but Ronnie says you gave him a cookie. Dooley's got the cookie. I know, and I'm trying to find out where Dooley got the cookie from. From me, Mom. I gave it to him. I know that, Ronnie, but I need to know where the cookie came from. From Blake. Blake, where did you find the cookie? I found it in the bathroom at the gas station. Dooley, Dooley, spit out that cookie. Mom, Blake's looking at me. I'm not. I'm too. I'm not. I'm too. I'm too. Stop that hollering or I'll pull over and give you something to holler about. Boy, howdy, I can relate to that. On this episode, we will be discussing finding number two of Alex's research, that there is inadequate reporting of alcohol involvement in on-water incidents. This is Between the Waves, an audio series to discuss the topics important to today's water safety professional. Here's your host from the great state of Texas, Cody Jones. So you may be asking yourself why or how parenting and driving factors into inadequate reporting in on-water incidents. It's likely no surprise to many that are listening to this podcast, but for some, it may be a new revelation that self-reporting dominates much of the on-water accident reporting based on federal reporting guidelines. So let's go back to the discussion about the toddler in the back seat. What is the likelihood that an officer or insurance agency is getting a full picture of what really happens if that vehicle was involved in an accident? So what about boating and the distraction of passengers who are intoxicated? We know much about the reporting or lack thereof of operators who are intoxicated involved in accidents. Have we considered how we're capturing the impact of an intoxicated passenger on our accident reporting? Alex, I'd like to give you some time to give us a sense of what the research told you about accident reporting in the marine environment. Consistent reporting and a requirement to report on the full extent of alcohol involvement should be addressed. A complete picture of what was happening, who was drinking, what was going on. Was someone, was there one person sober trying to take care of everyone? That would be really important for us to know to look at risk factors going forward. Consistent alcohol testing of all occupants involved in a crash is needed. So to go off of that complete picture and to go off of the reporting, if you know that the passengers are drunk, we need a complete sequence of what is going on. So if you've got a passenger that's at a point three and this only sober person, the operator was trying to take care of them, throwing up over the side and the kids, that's so important for us to look at. Um, So for us to be able to get that consistent testing of everyone on the boat would not only do so much for the research and give us a good picture to look at, but it would also do a lot for us being able to compare apples to apples in research, in BUIs okay, this person was sober, but everyone else on the boat was drunk, and this person was drunk and crashed, and the same thing happened, it would be very helpful to us to be able to compare those crashes apples to apples. And the proportion 
of recreational boating accidents that are alcohol-related needs to be statistically determined. So while we have that a little bit, we know that alcohol is a huge problem. Because of the underreporting, we don't know enough to say this percent of incidents of injuries, of drownings, are strictly alcohol-related. Getting that extra data from the reporting would do so much for us in being able to statistically say where we're at in relation to where we've been at, at in the past, in relation to driving, and in relation to BUIs in other countries. The underreporting is causing a huge problem in just us being able to look at even where we're at in relationship to ourselves in years past. I can't think of any other segment of our transportation industry where self-reporting of an accident is an acceptable means of reporting nowadays. Since the early inception of the Federal Boating Safety Act, this has been the case for boating. And while early on it may have served a reasonable purpose, it has its inherent flaws, as we all know well and as the research shows. Many states have implemented or are contemplating implementation of a two-tier reporting approach. In doing so, it's worth considering ways in which you can better capture alcohol involvement in both passengers and the operator, and to what level consumption or intoxication played on a given accident. Better data develops better interventions. On the next episode, we will be exploring Alex's third research point, that adult males are at the highest risk for alcohol-related injuries and fatalities. Until next time, stay safe.